Hi, welcome back to Fresh Media Presents Podcast. I am Christian, the host, and my co-host next to me is Paris. What's, What's up? up? And today we are joined with Jasmine Stewart. Uh, she's a director, writer, and actor. Actor, writer, producer. Actor, writer, producer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right. That's a triple threat. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the podcast. Thank, Thank you for, for coming us. on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, so today you're going to talk about your film, Bleached Out. Yeah. And um, basically right now it's doing the crowdfunding stages, right? So yeah, we are. We have like, I think nine days left of the crowdfunding. Uh, we're at 32% of our, of our target goal, which is is pretty impressive, to be honest. Um, so yeah, we just got that last push this week to just get everything that we can to make to make this film um a success mm. how are you find the crowdfunding phase of it how did you you know the... do you know what the crowdfunding is really difficult especially yes. when you've got no money to start with mm-hmm. you know like mm. it's it's like you want to give the perks you have to give the good perks but even when you're looking at oh, what can i give people you're still having a budget in mind so mm. like when i originally did the budget for the film I didn't really take into account the perks and what I would have to like give mm. back. Yeah, you have so, to give back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to give back. I know. <laughs> you don't really understand like, okay, how much can I afford to give back? Because, mm. you know, the intention of crowdfunding is to get funding. It's yeah. not really to like give too much away. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I found it really challenging. And I think it's really challenging to do marketing mm-hmm. on your own. Definitely. Across two different social media platforms as well as, you know, dealing with life and whatever not. So mm. I think, yeah, I've, I've done the best I can. And I think moving forwards, I know, I think, you know, to do anything, you've, you've got to, you've got to invest in marketing. I yeah. think someone's got to be on board. To, so how to have you pushed the film out? Like what kind of methods have you used? Do you know what I've used? I've tried to get as much content as possible to post on, on the socials, mm-hmm. but I think what's really worked and what's really drilled up the last, I don't know, two weeks of, 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 um, funds is just directly messaging people like people that you know the worst thing is to ask for money but you know what when Mm. you know your project needs to be like Mm. told the story is important you've got to think you've got to take your ego out of the way and you just got to be like this is 100 percent. this is the greater picture i'm this is a great bigger picture i'm not asking anyone and everybody all the time for money yeah this is just it's, it's part of art and there's so many funding cuts now people are actually forgiving and people are understanding so if you just ask somebody for something, I've noticed that, wow, people are actually, people actually want to help. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hats off, yeah, because crowdfunding, especially in this day and age, I find it even harder because one, they got their own life, energy, like all these bills to pay, and obviously everything's expensive. So funding a project is like something, and that's like the last thing of people's mind, isn't it, to fund mm. the project. So the fact that people are coming out and supporting is, um, it's big, it's good. It's, incre- it's, it's incredible. incredible. And the money yeah. you raised, it's good. It is really good. And I've not mm. even pushed on LinkedIn yet. So yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm hoping that's Because when I saw it, I was just like, no, that's re- very good. Because when we tried to do ours, we didn't even hit the mark. So, but we. How much did you get? <laughs> like, like 300. But. <laughs> Out of what was the time? Like 10,000. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it was hard. And I think yeah. where like people are going through maybe a cost of living crisis, I just mm. don't know. Uh, maybe we could have marketed a little bit better. But, you know, we're grateful. Market, marketing is a big skill that most people don't know how to, like, don't have. I, I find it, for me, I'm just going to speak for myself, I don't know how to market, I'll be honest with you. It's I mean, Paris is be- it's a better market than me, but I just it's hard. People don't realise marketing... Is, it's exhausting as well. Yes. Mm. It would take me all day to research and make a little video about skin bleaching to put in facts and all that look for 
a, a 10 second video mm -hmm. you know because this is not my natural thing i'm in front of the camera i'm not really doing all the editing and all that kind of stuff so it's mm -hmm. very much out of my comfort zone and you kind of you want to edit it as good as possible yeah. but it still looks shoddy because i'm not mm -hmm. an editor so okay. those kind of things i think it's best to get someone who's who's experienced in like like content or something mm -hmm. like that yeah. even like a a younger gen z or whatever you know yeah. like, like they're they're wizards on these phones like i think it's, it's incredible it's crazy because uh, me and perhaps were speaking about this on our previous episode about like uh, content creation and the pressure of social media mm -hmm. do you do you feel that sometimes do you feel like that like for example like let's say especially with your crowdfunding like when you put something out there and it's not getting that engagement that you would want it to have do you feel kind of like down by it i don't feel down but i do kind of want to understand more about it and like mm. how how do you get that engagement mm -hmm. like learn behind that because i've even pumped money into getting instagram to do further marketing which mm. gets the views up but it doesn't get, get the engagement it doesn't get so the they, engagement. yeah so mm. i'm like how 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 do these like young people have i don't know so much engagement every day mm. you know mm. like how do they even manage to put out these videos two three videos a day like mm. I think it's incredible to be honest. I really yeah, it's a skill. Recognize, yeah, it, mm -hmm. to be a skill and it's a talent. And I think, you know, at first I never understood this whole influencer thing, but now I'm like. It's exhausting. It's yeah. exhausting. <laughs> and if, 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 if you can do it, props mm. to you, man, because I'm just like, oh, I'm ready for my bed now. Yeah, it becomes mm. a full time job. Like, especially when you're starting out, especially because, yeah, we spoke about it, we touched upon it. It's like the need, like, you always feel like, oh, you need to stay relevant. That's the, another thing, staying relevant and always posting and and especially when you've got like a project coming out mm -hmm. in your case you always need to keep the audience engaged and mm -hmm. try to keep them excited for it because obviously yeah. you in your mind when your project drops you, essentially you want people to watch it and, yeah and support it so, so you've got to keep you, it you have going. to keep mm -hmm. it going you can't have like a dormant because that's what i thought you can't have a, a dormant instagram like even if we finish the crowdfunding i want to keep people updated on the yeah. changes do mm. bts shots all that kind of stuff so it's all you're always your brain's always switched mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. in terms of what next, what next, what next. And I think mm. that's what you've got to be, especially when it comes to social media and the marketing. Like, you've just got to keep keep on going and find out what's new. Like, if mm. there's a certain trend, hook on to that. But it's hard trying to know the trends, especially on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Twitter people pay for that. People. That's why people pay people to do that. There's actually a thing where you could pay someone to run your social media accounts but that's we're talking about big boy money isn't it? Like that's, yeah. that's on the next mm -hmm. level <laughs> i think if i was to do it again i'd definitely yeah think about someone running mm. it for me yeah. and try and negotiate a price and mm -hmm. kind of have that as a as a budget in itself yeah mm. because think of it where they're focusing on the market side you can focus on the project side because yeah. where you're trying to do but we know about this as well where you're mm -hmm. trying to do both one thing can you kind of like miss something in it yeah. You try to focus on the project, but likewise market the project. You can't do it all, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. It's you need really a team. hard to wear all that, you need that a team. many hats, mm, but then yeah. when you've got no budget, it's like you've you've got to you've got to try. Like I definitely didn't think producing was my thing, and it's it's very stressful. Like, mm, like, yeah. I hold my hands up to producers because I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, you've got to deal with all this. everybody. You yeah. know? you're almost like a project manager on it, mm. and, and you you have to make it happen. There's a lot lying on you, so yeah, I can't wait to start filming and yeah get a producer on board and just be like, right, let so, me focus so, on my acting. So with the, just tell us a bit about the background. Like, how did you come about the inspiration of the film Bleached Out? So skin bleaching and bleaching cream as a topic that I feel is really close to my heart. Um, so I remember when I was younger and I was about 13 and I was finally given some independence to buy my own toiletries. And um, my mum used to buy me Palmer's and I thought, I'm not buying Palmer's, it's too expensive. 
So I went into a shop and I just I just got this big liter of cream. I didn't even know it. So I think it's called Nayuma or something like that. I didn't even really read what was on on the labels. And um, all of a sudden, like my mum would say, I think a week had gone by. My mum would be like, "What's wrong with your face?" And I'd be like, "I don't know." And people at school were saying, "Like, Jazz, what's what's going on with your face?" And then my mum read the bottle and it had all these hydroquinone, mercury, mm. skin bleaching agents in there. And she was like, this is bleaching cream. And I didn't even know back then. I was 13. I was definitely young and dumb. So I didn't know. But I think from then I've always thought, well, this needs to be spoken about. <laughs> because if it was spoken about before, yeah. I would have been more educated going in yeah. to the shops to, to buy. But question, man, did you not notice when you was looking in the mirror, but like, I, look, I look a bit lighter. Or did you feel like, hmm, I look kind of nice. <laughs> Would you like, I'm a lighty now. <laughs> you know, you know, it sounds obvious. It sounds obvious. <laughs> I'm a lighty. <laughs> Hashtag lighty. Um, <laughs> do you know what it is? I, I, I didn't notice because in the winter anyway, my skin does go lighter, it goes pastier. Mm. Mm. So I just thought it was the weather. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I think, yeah, some, some black people just, just do go lighter mm. in the summer. Like, I've had people say to me a few years ago, oh, your skin's light, are you being bleached? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I need to be in the sun. Like, my, yeah, yeah. my skin is starved of vitamin D. Mm. So yeah. I didn't really, I, didn't, I wasn't aware. Because also, it, I think it affected my face more than my body. Mm. My body wasn't going light, it was my face. So I don't know whether it's too different. Face, yeah. yeah, if your face is more sensitive or whatever. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it is, yeah. But I think it's mad that the shopkeeper sold it to you, knowing that you're a little kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a little teenager. So it's like... It's they're like just they're just selling money. it, yeah. Even now, like, I don't know. What's the harmful chemicals in bleaching cream? Like, what, what's the side effects? I don't know that. So there's, 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 there's hydroquinone, which is um, really dangerous depending on how much you use in it as well. And that's not monitored. In is that like bleaching. an acid or something? Or... Do you know what? I, I, I just know it's a bleaching agent. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, mm. uh, that can damage the skin. Mm -hmm. It can, like, um, you've got organ failure as well. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, there's mercury in it. That's really, really yes, bad. Yeah. Um, you can get mercury poisoning. Um, yeah, there's some real, and obviously your skin can burn as well. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it can lead to even skin cancer as well. Don't quote me on that, but I'm sure I've read that before. So yeah, mm. it, it's, it's so it's really it can it's, it's really damaging. Yeah, and yeah. we don't know how much is being produced into these creams. They're just on the market, and now you can still access them. I mean, there much more of them are behind the counter. But, mm. So do you know why it was kind of created, like skin bleaching kind of thing? Do you think it's for people that had skin conditioning to even out? No, I think it's back. We're talking about slavery times, isn't it? Like you know where they thought lighter skin was better than darker skin. Mm. And Colonialism. Colon yeah. yeah, yeah. I mm. think it, it goes it back. It stems from that a hundred percent. Because mm. if you look at the the structure in how people with lighter skin were treated, mm. you know, we're we're, we're we're talking about kind of slavery times and whatnot. Mm. The lighter skinned people were probably in the houses of, of, of the masters, mm -hmm. for instance, and the darker skinned people would be outside mm. picking cotton or whatever for, for a long time. So yeah. I think it's it's that that's kind of been um, conditioned into a lot of cultures, into a lot of people in terms of the darker mm. you are, you're not you're not successful. Yeah. yeah. I think I think all that's changed now though. Well, I say hmm. I think now it's not so much like that now. Would you say and nowadays it's like that it doesn't really matter your your colour, you're still 
the, I think the opportunity is there for both sides, for everyone now, I think, ish, nowadays. I, I don't think your colour defines who you are now in 2023. 20, Do you I know what? Think I, think, so. I think it's still there. I just don't think it's as, as like, overt as back in the days. Mm-hmm. So, like, 1930s, 1920s, you'd had skin, advertise, which would, skin advertisements, which would basically say, you know, lighten your skin to be beautiful or lighten your skin to get a man or something like that. Like, mm. that's, it would be very in your face. I think now it's probably, it's just not as direct. Mm. I think you still have, you will still have certain people in magazines and they will air, be airbrushed one or two tones lighter mm. unless they are, you know, um, extremely dark skinned and then they're probably two tones darker, maybe. Mm. Like, uh. I think, I feel like some industries, yeah, I think the fashion industry is, is, is a big one. I think you don't really see that many, like, models of, of, of colour, for instance. I think mm. it's still very much, you know, one, one, um, like one tick box kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the music industry, I think that's, that's very telling as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think the, we don't have many dark skinned artists out there that, that reach to the top. I think, um, we, when we say that, we're talking about more females than males, because I feel like with males, there's quite a lot of dark skinned artists, males, that's, or, are we talking more like for females? I think more for females because I think if you look at like, I think the statistics are something like, you know, there's probably 70 percent of women like skin bleach. Yeah, I don't really think it's a problem with, with men. men. Yeah, mm. I feel so. men are more accepted. Yeah, yeah, I think there's that whole rhetoric of like, oh, tall, dark, and handsome. Like mm. it applies to a man, whereas a woman, I think it's like, be fairer and be beautiful. No, which is yeah. it's rubbish, by the way. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I saw on your Instagram that um, you're kind of doing vox popping, so you're kind of just asking people on their experiences. How did you find that whole? How was it? Were it people was reluctant? So difficult. We didn't get anyone. We got a few audios. Yeah. That was it. But people did not want to be on camera. People didn't even want their audios doing. There was just like, we went to East London and my co-writer and myself. Um, Co-writer Jess Philogene, he he was asking people, oh, you know, we want to know your opinions about skin bleaching, and people were so quick to walk away. Oh, then no comment. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like, oh, if they did comment, they'd be like, I don't skin bleach, I don't skin bleach, and then they like yeah. run away, and it was right. like, no, we're not saying that. Like, <laughs> maybe they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why, maybe are part of the club. why are you running away like that? <laughs> maybe part of the culture club. It's definitely a sensitive topic. Yeah. You know, we we even went into a, a hair shop. We blatantly had skin products, skin bleaching products, and we was asking, you know, can we, can we give you, can we have an interview about skin bleaching? Mm. And he definitely was having none of it. I think he was a bit scared. Maybe he had stuff he didn't, he wasn't meant to have. That's what I think. I think he probably thought I was some undercover agent or something. Yeah, probably. Because he got, he got really scared, and I was like, oh, but you've got some skin blood, and he was skin bleaching products, and he was like, no, they're not skin bleaching. They blatantly said skin whitening on there. What is it about skin bleaching that people feel like is a taboo subject? Like, Mm. is that we don't talk about? It's like a, like a little society, like a secret society. We don't talk about skin bleaching cream. Like, it's like Mm. something that they don't want to associate. Like you said, like you find it hard for people to. Open up and speak about it on mm-hmm. your Vox Pop journey. What, what is it? Why do people don't want to speak about it? It's you know weird. What? It's so I think weird. it's one of them where even people would say, if people want to bleach, they want to do what they want to do, which is, you know, that's a fair comment. But mm-hmm. I would have liked to have had that comment in oh, on, on audio or on yeah, tape yeah, or something. Yeah, yes. But I think it's also 
I was thinking maybe it's a loyalty towards people that do skin bleach because I'm pretty sure we all know someone that has mm -hmm. or someone that is or someone's friends or friends that we know. So mm -hmm. I think it's it's that thing of we don't want to we don't want to shame anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we have our own opinion, it's kind of like everyone has their own story of why they are. Skin and that's bleaching. what I'm saying. That's why it would have been like interesting to find out why they skin bleach. Instead, they ran away because they may be ashamed, but. Yeah. 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 But do you feel do you feel like when it comes to black things, we always shame our own for every little thing that we do. For example, with when we're white people want to tan, we don't question it. In fact, they have the shops tanning shop out there, and it's like it's considered normal for white people to tan. If white people want to do f all the fake stuff like get lip fillers and all that stuff, it's like we just say, "Do you?" But when it's like a black person, if she wears weave or if she like she bleaches or X Y Z, it's like we we come hard on them. We always. We do. And we I shame think, them and we, it's like, why are you wearing fake hair? Why are you doing yeah. this? Why are you doing that? It's, it's, you can just never do. That's what, that's what I feel like. Because mm. even in the film, it kind of explores where skin bleaching comes from. And mm. that whole kind of like, if you have two siblings and one's lighter than the other, you're going to be compared. Mm. Oh, that person's not as light. Back in the days, the only people that would get jobs in the bank would be black, light-skinned women. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it, mm. it comes from, I think a lot of the times it comes from us, like we just, we just can't be happy sometimes, yeah. you know? Mm. It's like, oh, you've got a nappy head. So you turn, you, you put on a weave and then Toto's like, the weave is damaging our hair at the same time, yeah. but then we can't take mm. out the weave because we've gone too far then, you yeah. know? So we're, we're our worst enemies. Like, yeah, we always self-criticize ourselves. Self-criticizing all the time, and it it, it, it comes within. There's always something mm. that we're mm. not doing right, you know. I want to know how white people view it. Do white people even care? Do they even? I mean, they. I suppose they they're the one that started it, but <laughs> yeah, I suppose they I suppose they started it. How we feel in terms of our mentality, but I want to know: Do they just view us as you're black, you're black, whether you're light skin or dark skin? Do they just see it as hey, you're both black? I don't. I don't. I don't think they do see like. In terms of varied shades or whatever, they don't know. I, I, I don't think they do. Like I, think, I remember telling people the, about uh, my film a long time ago, and people would be like, "Oh, that's a bit bleak," or you know, because it doesn't directly affect them, so mm. they mm. wouldn't know that that this happens. They don't know that, that people have to bleach their skin. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just a bit. It's a wild, you know. Mm. The fact that a lot of people are out there trying to get tanned and want to go all brown and olive skin, mm. but people actually don't want to be that at the same time in our community. They want to be lighter because yeah. they feel they are going to be more successful. I would say, though, I've, the, the, the film, I've never actually seen a film like that, so hats off, because I, I think it's definitely original. I, have, I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever watched a film about bleaching cream, so it's definitely original. I, I can see it definitely hitting some nerves, because it's like a, it's kind of like, it can be one of those topics that people don't want to explore, but it's definitely something that needs to be made. Um, Thank you. Uh, where, where, what's the stage now? So you're doing your crowdfunding and then have you got any like dates in mind? Like So ideally, um, if not this year, then January, February needs mm. to be, some filming dates need to be blocked. Okay. Um, I think because of budget, we're going to have to probably knock a day off mm. I see. Um, and get it done in two days, which is going to be super stressful, but the aim is to get it filmed and, and, and in two days. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a twelve-page script. Oh so okay. All it's, right. Uh, it is a. Sh it, it's doable. Sure, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't. I think three days would have just allowed more time for time errors. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it shot in one location? Or? No. No? There's two locations. Okay. So I've, I've, um, we've knocked a scene off just because mm. of location and budget as well, which was going to be outside. Yeah. But. Filming permits in London are super expensive. Um, so, yeah, depending mm. on what borough you live in. So we're just like, knock that off. I'll be honest with you. Me, <laughs> me and Pastor, we don't do them filming permits, nah. you know? We, no way. We just, just pull up and film. We pull What's up it and someone film? told us? What? Someone said... You look like students though, guys. I think you could get away with it. <laughs> we're, we're not students, but do you know what it is? Yeah. Um, what is it someone said? If it's, if it's handheld... You don't, you don't need a permit or something like that. Someone, really? That's what someone said to us. I think, so. uh, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. All I know is that. So we, like we were just we, walking around like. We don't do no permits. We see a location, we like it, we film it. it the only time we ask for permission is something like, hmm, what can it be? Like something private, like indoor. Like let's say if we're hiring like, a venue. An Airbnb, we'd always say we're filming. Yeah. We'll just let them know. Yeah, if we're okay. using like a house, like an Airbnb. House, if it's so. outside on the road, like we just. Set up. You just set up. Yeah. You just set up and film. Yeah. And we've had no problem. Yeah. And people have always just been, they just walk around us. Yeah. If, obviously, if we're filming in certain specific places, like a cafe or a church or something, then we ask the owner. We ask, yeah, yeah, is yeah. it okay? Yeah. Is it okay? But anything outdoors, we own it. If it's in the streets, we still film it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. No, we... but the thing is, no one called, like, we've been lucky. Now, look, you've said it. So now, what yeah, we're going to get caught? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, because no. I feel like the streets are ours. It's, it's <laughs> our street. <laughs> the streets are ours for the public to enjoy. Why are you stopping? Nah. It's no different from you getting your camera phone and filming. Mm. I'm just using it with a bigger, better camera. But you know what? Permits, <laughs> and permits are very and expensive. And crew. Yeah. They're very expensive permits. Because I remember when we were looking into it at one point, it was like a good amount of money and we're just like, we can't do that. Yeah. yeah the one thing you want to stay away from is those type of parks. You know, like Green Park or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the Royal, the Royal like Parks. A Royal Park. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah, yeah. You have to just go to maybe a local one. Yeah, a local park's fine. But if yeah. you go to like one of them Royal Parks and filming, because they always have like security guards or like people patrolling, yeah. they'll stop you. They'll, they always have that anyway. I yeah. think someone from the council is always patrolling the streets yeah. to see stay with if them. you should have a permit. Yeah, stay it, with it would just be my look. I know it would be. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're filming there, then yeah, definitely get a permit. Yeah. But if, if you're filming anywhere outside of the local park, fine. So have you started the casting process? or? Yeah, so the, the, the film was fully cast before oh, we okay. even started. So mm. that, was, that was good. It's, I, think it's, I think it's easier to get actors than mm. kind of like get a crew, do you know yeah. what I mean? But we have got a director on board. We've got Adiel for our, as director. Okay. And um, we are going to be working with Grey um, Waves Films as well to pro uh, pro well, produce and edit. Um, and yeah, so we've got a little small team together. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's coming, cool. it's coming and going good. Yeah, man. So um, where, where are you planning on taking it? So after the project is done, filmed, edited, this is... We want to hit the, the film festivals, you know, yeah. we want to mm. we want to hit uh, a few of the bigger ones. So, mm -hmm. I mean, Cannes would be a dream, dream. Venice mm. Film Festival, um, uh, Tribeca, mm. um, even, you know, British Urban Film Festival as well. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, the story is so rare, like you guys were saying, like you've not seen this. So mm -hmm. like, mm. as long as we just get a good lighting sound, <laughs> camera yeah. mm. like it's 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 mm. it's gonna be i can't see why it would not be able to be entered into film festivals so yeah, definitely. that would be um that's the next step 100 percent. get it into film festivals and just push it as far as we mm. can because it because it's such a global issue yeah it doesn't just stay yeah. it does oh, it's yeah, not it just reaches, london centric it reaches, be, yeah. yeah it reaches mm. it reaches the masses and it's definitely so it's something that you don't see regularly so it definitely should open some doors and Hopefully it does do well because I, I I reckon that yeah it, it will definitely do something because it's not common it's not it's not every day you hear a film about bleaching cream or or even yeah. see 
Mm. So yeah, I think there's something there. Definitely. I think I it will definitely do something. It's, it's, hopefully it's going to do its justice in terms of just opening up a discussion. Mm. Like I'm not trying to say in the film, do it or be against it. I think there's there's two separate arguments mm. between the two siblings. So yeah. it does provide one for and one against. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. even just to open up a discussion would be great because... I think we should. Yes, it's a taboo subject, but it's still going on and it's it's still it's still very rife. Mm-hmm. It's almost yeah. like an epidemic in itself, you know. That's not speaking about it. Don't speak. No one wants to speak yeah, about no, it. Like, it's it's silent. Silent. Yeah, we don't hear anyone talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's happening. It's happening. It's you know weird. I mean? like, it's happening, really but it's just happening. some people just want to say, nah. You know, it's like I don't know. It's kind of like one of those things where you do it. If you if you do do it, you don't want to speak about it, and it's like it's very secretive. It's like because I don't know what it is. Maybe just black people just shame you for it, or you just get laughed at or joked about about bleaching. But me it's and my gay fashionable as well. Well, fashionable. It's almost fashionable. Yeah, I mean, Vibes Cartel probably started off the whole fashion thing about skin bleaching, and mm-hmm. yeah. people find it fashionable, especially when celebrities. No, but do they it. cussed them off for it. Though. They definitely shamed him when he, when they, when it when it came about that he done it. it definitely, people were. They cussed him out, I remember. There was a backlash. There was a, yeah, there was a backlash of him doing it and people were just laughing, grilling him and just saying, yeah, like, he looks like an idiot. Because the thing is, when you bleach, it's not natural. It's like, you're almost like washed. It's not, it's not authentic. You're you like look patchy. Chicken. Yeah, it looks patchy. You don't look... <laughs> you're like a roast chicken when I was Yeah, yeah. It don't, it don't look authentic. So it doesn't really work. I, I think so, anyway. I, you can tell by the knuckles as well. Like, yeah, your knuckles yeah, are Yeah, it's always going to be like two different tones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From your face to like everywhere else. Exactly. Mm. Knuckles are very tiny and elbows. So you mm. have like mm. lighter skin all over your body, but then you'll just have these dark elbows, which is supposed to be your, your natural colour. You know? Check my elbows. But yeah, man. Now, thank you so much for joining us. And thank this, you. For it's very insightful. For very on. good, thank man. You. No worries, man. We also like to thank the listeners for tuning in every week, every Sunday at seven pm. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other major platforms. I am Christian, and this is Paris, and we out. Bye.